Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now we're kind of back on the fan. Whatever it is you got, there's a lot to discuss. Islanders win. Knicks win, Rangers-Devils get set for Game 3 tonight at the Garden. Yankees, frustrating loss, but it happens. Can't win them all. The one thing I will say, the Yankees developing a pattern here, losing the first game of every series. Outside of the Giants and the Philly series, the first two of the year, lost to the Orioles before winning the next two. Lost to the Guardians before winning the next two. Lost the first two to the Twins before salvaging the split, winning the next two. Lost to the Angels before winning the next two. Lost to the Blue Jays. Question mark, question mark, question mark. What's going to happen next? Can't keep the can't sustain this forever. You want to keep winning these series, got to win the first game. Anyway, Knicks win, Islanders win, Rangers Devils get set for game three tonight. Those are the top stories. And obviously, postseason takes priority. We mentioned Yankees lose at home to the Blue Jays, and the Mets get another win on the road in San Francisco. Joey Lucchese with a terrific performance, the best start by a Met this year. Pete Alonso, league leading 10th home run. Of the season, Rob is calling from Bellport. What's up, Rob? What's up, man? How you doing tonight? Good, good, Rob. How are you? Good, man. Good. I got two. I got two uh, questions or whatever things. Points. Mm-hmm. So I'm a re- I'm a really casual hockey fan. Grew up in an Islander house, but I got Ranger family, whatever. So I kind of like grew up liking both of them, but I never understood the hate for each other. Can you for uh, for a casual? Can you explain the hate? Why Ranger and Islander fans dislike each other so much? Well, I mean, they were great rivals for, for many years, and it even predates my fandom. I mean, obviously, they were still hated rivals during my fandom, but the hatred begins many years ago. Uh, just, I mean, a Long Island versus New York City rivalry, the, the Islanders winning all their cups and Rangers being an original six franchise. The Islander fans started by hating the Rangers, I'm sure, uh, you know, dating back to the Poppin' uh, dirty play. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes along with it, but it, it predates my initial fandom. The Islanders-Rangers rivalry goes back to, you know, the 70s and, and maybe beyond, whenever the Islanders came into the league. All right, yeah. So then I probably just never seen like a true the true rivalry because I I'm 30, so I really didn't. Uh, I don't right. Think I so the hatred. So, yet. exactly. So I'll give you the now the hatred. Like I said, has always been there. But even for me, who I'm 43, 
Uh, and I, like I said, I understand the rivalry. I understand the hatred between the two teams. But I never really hated the Islanders because they were never really good enough to hate. That's, especially that's what I'm saying since, too. Like as yeah. an Islander, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like no. as like an Islander fan, like uh, I'm a Yankee fan, so like I feel like the Jets are like the baby brothers, the Mets are the baby brothers, the Islanders are the baby brothers of these sports. So I'm just like. I don't know, like them. So I hear Ranger fans. I'm like, why do you guys hate the Islanders so much? Like, I well, went to a because, Ranger game, but yeah, but but like, a lot went, of them. I went to a Ranger game one time, and I was like, dude, this is like the coolest event that I ever been to, and I've been to a lot of like sporting events. But I went there like when I was 21, went to MSG for a Ranger game, and I was like, bro, this blows the Knicks game out of the water, dude. I'm like, this is sick. Right now, the thing that you don't recall—I mean, you do realize the Islanders had a dynasty of Stanley Cup. Yeah, wins, they had right? like four cups in a row. No, like in the seventies yeah. or eighties, was it? Well, yeah. Se- yeah, starting with seventy-nine, eighty, all the way through eighty-two, eighty-three. I mean, so the Islanders well, were the premier so team. So long ago. <laughs> no, 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 I get it, but you're asking why Ranger fans hate the Islanders because the Rangers yeah. never had that success. I mean, the Rangers have had have never had that type of success. Rob, and thank you for the call. The Islanders. They come into the league, you know, in 72-73. They win four Stanley Cups in a row in 79-80 through 82-83. Uh, Back in the Cup Final the year after. I mean, they were the dominant team in town. So that's the reason why the Rangers fans hate the Islanders. And the reason why you and I may not is because since those years. So for me, when I first started getting into hockey, which I would say was the late 80s, early 90s, which is when the Islanders started to turn into a bad franchise. They made the playoffs three times, the Islanders did, from 1988 through 2001. So those years where I was in my prime fandom, and one of those years was where they got swept by the Rangers. I mean, the Islanders were kind of irrelevant. And even when they did make it, they were, you know, getting ousted in the quarterfinals every year. So to me, there was never, I mean, I knew the rivalry and I knew I had to hate the Islanders, but I never really did just because there was nothing much to hate. And the other way around, the, uh, the Islanders hate the, the Rangers. It's just a normal, it's your normal local rivalry. But I think it, it starts back in the 70s when the Islanders were having all that success and then certainly the Dennis Potvin hit. Mark is calling from Hyde Park. What's up, Mark? Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. Yo, what's up, Sally? Oh. Uh, big fan, man. I was, uh, just came from the Nick game. I'm on my way uh, back now. Uh, man, the you garden can't... was rocking. New York sports are back. Uh, I don't know, man. That game was crazy one of the craziest things i've ever experienced did you you climb down from the from the light pole you're all good to go now ah yeah man i uh brushed the grease off good to go <laughs> uh nah it, it wasn't uh it was it was crazy it was crazy but uh you know nick fans it's been 50 years since the last championship we're fine we got a lead in a playoff series man all is good in new york rangers are ready to go tomorrow Nick's ready to take take it on Sunday and head back to Cleveland and hopefully one more, man. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to getting out there Sunday, Mark, and I hope the Knicks do close it out in five. I mean, I, I would, wouldn't would expect that's going to be the case. I think this will go at least six, nah, maybe seven. Six. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and who knows, but you just hope that the Knicks could keep the home court stuff going. It was a clear-cut home court advantage. You were there to see it. I will be there Sunday, hopefully, to see it. Jalen Brunson talked about it. R.J. Barrett talked about it afterward. I'm sure others talked about it. There's no place like it. When when you're when the Knicks and Rangers are there for the postseason, I mean, this is New York. This is how we do it, but especially the world's most famous. Absolutely, man. Enjoy game four. The stars were out. That's how you know New York is back. J. Cole was sitting with Justin Tuck. It was crazy, man. The garden was was just going absolutely. Yeah, I saw I saw Johnny Johnny Mac was there, and thanks for the call. I saw Michael J. Fox, uh, J. Cole, Justin Tuck. Uh, not for nothing. I mean, I think they could do a little better. No, now, I'm not trying to knock the Michael J. Fox. Yes, that that's top tier level. J. Cole, big star. You know, obviously. Justin Tuck, he's at all the games. All right, fine. Yeah, great giant. All right, whatever. But that's not like bringing out the A-list. Johnny Mac, same thing. He's there all the time. The other celebrities that they showed, I don't even know if they were actors or singers or what. I was like, who the hell are these people? Oh, here's so-and-so from some other show that I've never heard of. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but come on. This is the garden now. Where's Chris Rock? He's usually, he wasn't there. No Howard Stern. Kevin is calling from Hartford, Connecticut. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Sal. It's been a while, buddy. What's going on? How are you, Kev? I'm all right out here on the road as usual. I smell a summer in 94, man. Let's go Knicks. I can't believe it. We're in a playoff. We're up in a series. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's just, let's go, please. Like, why not us this year? You know what I mean, Sal? Why not? Why not? Yeah, well, and, you know, well I, I mean, you talk about the, the Rangers or the Knicks? Both. Why not? Well, why not the Knicks? Because they're not good enough, unfortunately. Yeah, probably not. We know that already. You know, real quick, Sal. I mean, I just wanted to call and say hi. I ain't spoke to you in a while because I've been trucking out in the Midwest. But uh, as a baseball fan, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm a diehard Yankees fan. But Monday night, uh, I was laid over in St. Louis, and I had the opportunity to go to a game at Bush Stadium. I didn't even care about the game. I just was like, you know what, I'm here. Let's go see the stadium. And I went to a Cardinals game on Monday night. They were playing the Diamondbacks. They lost, whatever. But I paid $39 for a second-row seat right behind the left field foul pole. I thought about going to the game tonight at Yankee Stadium, and that same ticket was like $257 or something. Yeah, for, but, forget it. The price is cool experience, though. Yeah, I like that stadium, too. Did you like Bush? Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. I liked the concourse all the way around the bottom. They had a wonderful beer garden, all this fine craft beer that I like to drink, and, uh, you know, a lot of local stuff. Bacon-wrapped hot dogs with onion straws and pickles. I mean, it was, it was the, not a sweet the, I thought it was a cool. Yeah, I thought it was a cool ballpark. I like the area outside, beyond the outfield there, that, that kind of bar area, whatever the, the heck it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 there was a restaurant, the Salt and Smoke, is right behind it. Uh, and I like the statues in the front with Brock and Musel. And uh, there was a couple other statues out there. I can't quite remember. But, yeah, it was a good time. I mean, just uh, as a truck driver, I'm out there, and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to go to a Cardinals game, take an Uber over across from where I was parked across the uh, the river in Illinois. It was like a 10-minute Uber ride. So it was cool, man. But, listen, thanks for taking the call as always, Sal. Glad that I'm back thanks. on the East Coast. I'll be in touch again. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, no, I appreciate listening and taking the time to call. Uh, stay safe out there on the roads. 
and you get back to us. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I love traveling around the country to the different ballparks. St. Louis was a fun one. My buddies and I years ago did St. Louis. I think this was, could it have been 2019 pre-pandemic? It might have been 2018. I don't know, something like that. We did St. Louis and then drove to Kansas City to see the Yankees and Royals, and it was great. I like it. I, I want to I complete them, and then I want to do it again. Love going to the different ballparks, different beers, as you said, the local beers. You try those. Just a different atmosphere. Eh, it's fun. But nothing compares to the world's most famous arena. Am I right, Danny and Seaford? Sal, how are we, my friends? Um, I've been trying to get a hold of you for, for a few days now. I know you've been busy. I've been busy. But I got to tell you, Danny from Seaford, for 100%, I grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, born and bred in Brooklyn, 30 years in Brooklyn. I talked to you the other night about, uh, you know, sports phone, just to give you a heads up of who you're talking with. Yeah. I was here tonight at the Garden, and I'm a diehard Rangers fan, diehard Giants, diehard Mets, and the Knicks are usually last on my uh, totem pole of fandom. However, I have to be honest. I've never heard the garden that loud in my life, pers- in my own personal life. It was really? unbelievable, Sal. It was unbelievable, buddy. I mean, you could hear it on TV. And now, obviously, being there's a different story. But, I, I mean, I, I've been in the garden for many playoff games, and I know how loud it can get. And it was a different level loud. I could hear that through the TV. But to say that it's the loudest you've ever heard it? Me, personally, listen, Sal, I've been blessed. In my short life, thank God, that I've been to several Ranger playoff games. This was my first Ranger, sorry, sorry, uh, first Nick playoff game. But it was it was rocking and rolling from start to finish tonight. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and it was a, just a, a party at the Garden, a blowout. And thank you for the call, Danny. Good to hear from you. Blowout basically from the get-go. I mean, the first quarter was close, 17 apiece, and it was a, a, an ugly defensive battle, also reminiscent of the 90s, like the Knicks, the Knicks being in the playoffs and actually winning a game. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious. You know, it hit me, like I said yesterday as I was talking about it, it hit me that I was like, wow, I haven't actually been to a Knicks playoffs game in years. I have been at the fan... Well, I, start, I started my internship at the fan in 2003, January of 2003. So it, it's been over 20 years since I started an internship at the fan. I have left. I've come and gone a couple of different times. But that year, that first year, 03-04, Knicks make the playoffs, was the last time I went to a playoff game. And I went, and I, the reason why I reference um, what the fan is, because I went with a media credential. It was the first time I ever experienced that going to the game with the uh, with a uh, media credential. I cannot believe that I never even thought about it until yesterday that that was the last time I was at the Garden for a playoff game. Unless I forgot that I went to one of these others, but I don't think I did. I don't remember ever going to Nick Celtics. I don't believe I went in that 54-win season to the Pacers um, that year. Knicks Pacers in the second round or the Celtics in the first round that they won. I don't think I went to any of those games. I mean, that's a long time. I usually go, you know, the Rangers are in. I try to go to at least one game around if I could. You know, Mets, I've been at Yankee playoff games. Matter of fact, with C-Mac. 
him and I went in the 2009 season. I went to some Yankee playoff games. I'm trying to think if I've been back since then to the Yankees playoffs. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, that's a long time ago now, too. Yankee fans may need me back there. A little luck last time I was at the, in the Bronx for the postseason. But that's a long time to not go to a basketball playoff game, a Knicks playoff game, even a first round. And I was also at, I don't know if it was game five, but I went in 2000, 2001 against the Raptors. Uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was one of the first two games that I went to. But that was basically the end. That was the end of those 90s Knicks runs. If Van Gundy knew it, which is why he left the year after. And, you know, that they've been in basically basketball hell ever since. Maybe now, for the first time, really, finally starting to climb out of it a little bit. We'll continue with your calls on the other side, 877-337-6666, whatever it is you want to discuss. The Mets win. That game is final in San Francisco. Another road win for the Mets on this West Coast trip. They have been impressive. Brandon Immo, Pete Alonso, both playing like MVPs. Joey Lucchese doing the job for the Mets as the starter tonight as he now, he might be a mainstay in that rotation. Been a weird year. Really with both the Mets and the Yankees this first month with all the injuries and the amount of guys that they've had to go to here to start. But obviously both teams with winning records and playing well early on, even though the Yankees did lose last night. You look ahead to the Rangers tonight at the Garden. Last night it was the hardwood. Tonight it'll be the ice. Rangers, Devils. Rangers look to take a commanding three games to none lead. We'll see what's in store for that one. Islanders with a big win as well as their series now with the Canes. Two games to one. Islanders look to be evening it up on Sunday. Game four, one o'clock at UBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Salicata back on the fan. Let's see, what action do we have today? Nets and Sixers, if you're into that. Nets looking to get on the board. Joel Embiid is going to be out with... Uh, Right knee issue, so uh, you know, sprained right knee for Embiid. He's not going to be participating in Game 4, giving the Nets an opportunity here. Maybe they won't get swept in this series and can extend it on through next week. You got the Lakers, excuse me, the Clippers and the Suns at 3.30. And this is planning out your weekend here. Now, if you're married with children, you're screwed. And by the way, this was the week, of course, I had the lawn guy calm. He did the spring cleanup. I mean, it just it just doesn't end. Here we go already. Spring cleanup, and you know what that means. So he comes and does the spring cleanup. 
not only the the charge, which is you know astronomical, of course, because these things are never cheap. And that was even without the mulch. You want mulch? Hell no, I don't want the mulch. Leave it. I don't care if it looks like crap. Do what you got to do. Make my wife happy, and let, let's move on. But then it's the, hey, you know, we put down fertilizer because your wife wanted the front lawn to look good. Oh, okay, great. Make sure you water the, you know, the you know what out of it. Okay, fine. What does that mean? Time to call the guy to do the sprinkler. The sprinklers. Hey, Freddie, can you come get the uh, the sprinkler set up? Sure, no problem. Okay, how's that looking? Well, th- this was broken. That one it didn't pop up. You needed a new one there. This hose is broken. Yeah, sure, another 300 bucks just to get that going. It's ridiculous. And then I'm supposed to maintain it? Come on. Anyway, the reason why I bring that up is because now i got to make sure I water the lawn tomorrow. Yay, look at me. Water the lawn. Now, all it entails is setting the sprinklers to go off, but still, it's a pain in the neck. Signing into the password, making sure that, you know, you haven't done this in, in a while. They've been shut for the winter. Terrible. Anyway, so you, you got all that stuff to do. Maintain, go to, go to Costco, you know, run the errands, you know, play with the kid, whatever. Wife, you know, keep her happy for a little bit. But you got playoff games going on. Net Sixers at 1. You got the Clippers Suns at 3.30. Heat Bucks at 7.30. Lakers Grizzlies at 10 o'clock. That's the NBA. Yankees at 1. So you got the Yankees at 1 along with the Nets. What time do the Mets play? Mets are at 4. So really, if you're just going New York sports, you don't care about the other stuff, although the NBA playoff games, you know, those are pretty good games there. Bucks and Heat tied at 1. And you get the Clippers and Suns. Suns lead that series two games to 1. Late game, whatever. Um, but all right, so the Nets at one o'clock, Yankees at one o'clock. That gets you right into the Mets at four o'clock, and then that gets you right into the Rangers at eight. When the hell am I catching up on VPR? I got to watch some Vanderpump Rules. Are we getting a scandal yet? Stefan is calling from Utica, New York. What's up, Stefan? Good morning, Sal. How are you? Good, Stefan. How are you? Doing well. Now, what do you think? Do you think Francisco Alvarez needs to start more or not? Uh, I think his playing time has been fine right now. I don't think he needs to play every single day, but I do think he's got to be in there more often than not. And it seems like the Mets are going to try to accommodate uh, that plan as he's been getting. Look, no catcher is going to be every day anymore. But Alvarez, even when he did not catch, um, you know, he could get opportunities at DH as well. So, I mean, you know, I, I think that they're going to try to get him in there as much as possible. And I think he needs to uh, start hitting more uh, on the offensive side. Uh, well, how would you hit if it's not on the offensive side? Uh, then, then you don't hit uh, right. and uh, – and uh, he he needs to uh, start hitting big league well, pitching. Right. Well, that's the problem, right? So you want to see him play more, but he also hasn't earned the right to play more. Alvarez again in there, you know, got the start last night. And he, like you said, he's been getting the the opportunities. And thank you for the call, Stefan. He was he took the offer. Uh, he did have one of the harder hit balls of the night, though. I saw that graphic go up on SNY. But Alvarez took the offer. He's hitting a buck thirty. You know, he's he's struggled, and he had a miserable spring. He's looked overmatched. I, I don't think Met fans can pound the table anymore saying Alvarez needs to play every day. They're giving him enough opportunity, and he's done nothing, nada offensively, nothing. Vinny is calling from Staten Island. What's up, Vinny? 
How you doing, Sally, baby? What's going on? Not much, Vinny. How are you, man? I'm good. Hey, listen, um, you know, I, I want to talk about our Mets because, you know, every time on SNY now, they, they play that little clip of you with your sunglasses on, and I, I love it. All right, get, get me <laughs> to the baseball season. I got to see my Mets. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> Thank you, yeah. And, and I, I have to say for all the viewers, all the listeners out there, if you've never met Sal Licata, I'm telling you, dude, you are a real guy. I, I, I ran into you at City Field. You were just lounging around, having a couple of drinks, walking around, talking to people. You, you were just, you're one of us, man. It's, it's great. It's, it was so nice to meet you. And, and we had just such a blast for the couple of minutes. And I just want the viewers out there to know Salicott is a real guy. He's, he's well, one of us. So I, I appreciate that. But yes, I am. I am one of you. I said that last night. Of course. I mean, I used to listen all the time and call. I mean, we are the same. Yes. Now, when was this? Yeah. Was this last year at Old Timers Day? You know something? I think it might have been. Yeah, I well, did, that was I, the last I, time I drank, I, so I had a little yeah. bit too much that day. As a matter of fact, uh, no, but it was great, man. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was great. Um, so yeah, you know, just the Alvarez thing. Listen, I'm a lifelong myth. I'm I'm 60, so I'm a little bit older than you. So, I mean, it, it's just so weird how all these other teams, and and, and I don't know, you know, like I'm not uh, in these other markets, so I don't know how much they tout their rookies and how much they tout their farm systems and stuff. But it seems like the Mets fan, every time we get a kid that's supposed to come up and do something special, and I'm going all the way back to Greg Jeffries. I, I, don't, I don't think you probably remember, but when Greg Jeffries oh, was I coming do. up through. I love, he, uh, he was my favorite. I was like 10 years old uh, at the time, future star, all that stuff with Jeffries. Right? I, I mean, he, he was supposed to be the next coming of Babe Ruth, mm-hmm. you know, and, and – it's just like Alvarez comes up, Volpe comes up for the Yankees, and he's really pretty much done nothing. But in spring, he was he was going crazy, you know. And I'm like, hey, I watch Alvarez come up, and I'm watching Beatty come up. Beatty was raking in AAA, and you know, now tonight he, he I, I don't know, man. It's just it's for us. I listen. I love the fact that we're winning. We're doing it with smoke and mirrors right now, so it's 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 all plus plus. It's great, but I'm, I'm you know. Four-fifths of our starters in the rotation out. Come on. That's, no, I know. Like, when? And, and, when, when and we... Verlander, Verlander, Vinny, as you know, is supposed to be a minor issue. He's missing a month, a minor issue. I, Imagine now, if it was something I, serious. This is, why, this is why I love talking to you. It's, it, right. It's, it's like, oh, well, they, you remember his interview when he, when he missed his start. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, just a small thing. We're just going to take precautions. A month. The guy, come on. And who knows when he's coming back? I haven't heard anything about him. Is he throwing? Is he on yes, the mound he, yet? I believe he's supposed to throw, if I'm not mistaken, I think a bull, um, I don't know about a bullpen. He's going to throw a bullpen first and then get on a five-day routine. Either way, okay. I had him coming, and he's going to throw a, make a rehab start. The, the news from earlier this week, the way that I mapped it out, was I believe he was coming back against the Tigers in Detroit, one of those games the first week of May. Now, that's if he makes one rehab start. He may make another and come back the following week. But right now, I believe that that's the schedule. He's progressing along, and you should see him either the first or second week uh, of May. Do you, do you think he gets, gets in there for the Atlanta series? No. I do not. Now, you'll no, see Scherzer, you Vinny, and, and thank you for the call. Good to hear from you, and I appreciate the kind words. Uh, and I don't remember meeting you because I did have too many drinks that day. Um, you'll have Scherzer that Monday against Atlanta. And then I believe Verlander, you can 
hope to have him back that week. Like I said, maybe they push him back. Who knows? I mean, if there's an issue, what if there's an issue with the bullpen or an issue with the um, the rehab start? Then everything's going to get thrown back anyway. But yeah, I mean, no big issue. Oh, no, it's not a big deal. It's just a minor thing. You find out about it on opening day. No, Verlander, he's not going to be able to go. Minor thing. It's a month, a minor thing. It is noteworthy, though, that the top prospects, whether it's Volpe, who earned the job out of spring training by raking, whether it is Beatty or Alvarez, you know, Beatty, couldn't, you couldn't get him out in AAA. Hitting grand slams, hitting home runs every single night. Now he's been up here for, you know, a couple of days or, you know, a week, whatever it's been. He's hitting a buck 54. Now he's been, he's had some moments, but he's hitting a buck 54. Alvarez hitting a buck 30. Volpe, who you couldn't be any better than he was in the spring. He has gotten off to a slow start as far as the batting average goes. Now he's gotten it up a little bit, 197 right now with the base hit last night. And he's been impactful in other ways. He gets on the bases. He causes havoc there by stealing a ton of bases defensively. And you just see it with Volpe. He looks different. Like, I watch Alvarez. I see a a guy who's overmatched and does not belong at the big league level right now. Volpe, I just see a kid who's finding his way. He will be an impact offensive player sooner than later. Where earlier in the year... Early in the year, it's you know three weeks in, but you know the first couple weeks, I was like, ah, if this keeps going on with Volpe, I don't know, maybe they have to send him back down. No, now I've I've seen enough to know that he's not going anywhere. Although it was interesting yesterday on Baseball Night New York on SNY at six o'clock, Jim Duquette, former Mets GM, current Major League Baseball analyst, all over the place on SNY and and um, Sirius XM Radio, he was saying that he believes that next year you're going to see Volpe and Peraza switch because obviously Peraza right now getting an opportunity at third base with Donaldson out. And I'm sure he'll play some second base as well as they'll move him around, you know, get LeMayu in at third and have maybe Peraza play second and give Glaber a day to DH. That, that's probably how that worked that. But uh, you, we, we knew that Peraza was supposed to be the better defensive shortstop of the two. But I was a little surprised to hear Jim say that because I feel like once you make that move to Volpe as the Yankees starting shortstop, even though Peraza may project better defensively there, eh, how's Volpe going to react to that? But for now, it's going to be Volpe at short and Peraza at third and, you know, like I said, possibly second as well. You saw that before. last. Yesterday was his first major league start, his first start ever, period, at third base. Thomas is calling from Bellport. What's up, Thomas? Hey, Sal, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good morning, Thomas. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. I just was at my first Knicks playoff game, man. It was insane. Yeah, it sounds it. How was, uh, yeah. were you yelling? Yeah. Oh, I was yell- yelling all game, section 209. We were going crazy. Um, You know, I really think RJ stepped up tonight, and uh, it was huge because the whole first quarter, no one was really showing up for us. Agreed. And I said that earlier to start the show that in the beginning of the game, nobody was knocking down shots except for R.J. Barrett. Oh, the irony. R.J. Barrett was the one guy. He was three for six on the night from downtown. Who would think that if anybody was going to knock down shots, it would be R.J. Barrett. But you got to give Barrett credit. Look, the Knicks needed one of those guys to step up. Barrett Grimes or quickly. Barrett was the guy. 19 points for him. Three of six from downtown. And that's when Randall had it. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, important. Randall was awful. Grimes couldn't get anything going. Uh, even Brunson from downtown was 0 for 4. R.J. Barrett was the guy early on when the Knicks started to pull away, you know, get up six, get up eight, and then really just pull away from the Cavs, and, and it was a, a, a margin game the whole way. Yeah, it was great to see him do his thing. Obviously, he's been struggling the whole series, and obviously I'm struggling to speak. But, um, yeah. Al, Al, uh, wait, why, why do you think it's embarrassing that the, the fans get so crazy? You didn't think it was a little much, Thomas? Uh, I mean, I think it's all in good spirits, you know? Well, I didn't say that it wasn't. Here's why, though. Okay, I'll give you the answer. And you look, you're, everybody's allowed to celebrate any way that they want. Because yeah. I grew Now, how old are you, Thomas? 26. Okay, so this is where we differ, right? I, I've almost got 20 years on you, 17 years or so. <laughs> yeah. I lived... I lived through a time, I know this is going to be hard for you to fathom here, I lived through a time where the Knicks were in the playoffs every year, and the Knicks yeah. in the first round was, it was like a bye, it was barely worth watching, it was a warm-up, the first round was a warm-up for the playoffs, the first round wasn't yeah. even really a match, it was just a warm-up until, okay, now we're in the playoffs, now it's Knicks-Bulls, now it's Knicks-Heat, now it's Knicks-Pacers, the first round was... You know, Knicks Hornets, Knicks Cavs, Knicks Hawks, they take they take out of they take care of them with no problem. So that's why. So I'm not saying you can't get excited about a win, and I understand that this is a starved fan base, but it's it's not even a series win yet. It's one win. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand that. And you're right. You make a good point. I guess this this new generation of fans, you know, we haven't experienced much winning. And this was just Correct. huge, you know, after getting blown out in game two. It was electric in there. Um Oh, I appreciate you having me on tonight, man. Oh, no, thank you for calling, Thomas. Thank you for taking the time. We appreciate that. We appreciate you taking the time to call. Um, I'm I'm excited and curious both to see what it's like on Sunday for Game 4. I want to see if it lives up to the hype now because I'll be able to tell, especially in comparison to the Ranger games in recent memory, you know, as recently as last year, uh, I, I want to know how it stacks up. And it sounded incredible just watching it on tv last night so i'm curious to see how it's going to be in the building on sunday but yeah i mean that's why i'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade and say oh you can't have fun and go nuts i did think it was a little bit over the top where you're yelling in the streets going absolutely bonkers climbing up the you know light poles it's embarrassing also because how bad the knicks have been for so long. See, I grew up where th this would mean nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now, it means a lot more now because they've been so bad for the last two decades. But in the big picture, if they won the series, I could see some overreaction. Winning a game in the series, I could see being excited. You can't go nuts like that. Think about it this way. The Ranger fans, when the Rangers win tonight, there will not be anywhere near that type of hysteria. And this is a team that could actually win the Stanley Cup. But with the Knicks, it's different. I do think it's just a younger fan base that has not experienced any success whatsoever. And there are a lot of uh, young Knicks fans out there that are diehard Nick fans that never saw the 90s teams that basically think Carmelo Anthony was the greatest Nick that ever lived in what was a a sad 
excuse for a 54-win team. They were all right, but that wasn't a that wasn't a good Knicks team. This team is better than that team was. The franchise right now is in a billion times better shape than that team was. So now is the time to be excited. But it is just, to me, overreacting for a first round. Like, that's the type of reaction if they beat Milwaukee in a game in round two that I would expect or knock the Bucks out. It's over the top for first round, first home game of the playoffs, you know, blowout win against a team that, look, they should, they should be able to win this round. Got to be able to win this series. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now we're kind of back on the fan. We'll finish up on the phones here. C-Mac coming up next. He'll take you through the overnight on this Saturday morning. And I got to thank you guys, too, because there, there are shows that are supposed to go a certain way. And this show today even though when we came on, the Knicks were still playing and we're up against the end of that game, even though we come on and we're up against the Mets. So it's it's a little challenging to do a show knowing that, you know, there are games on that everybody's paying attention to. That's what I want to be doing is watching these games. So I'm watching it but trying to do a show at the same time. But this show should have been all about the garden, the atmosphere, the Knicks, a little sprinkle of Mets, a little sprinkle of Yankee Shore, and some Rangers and the excitement that's going on with them. And that's exactly what it's been. And that is a big thanks to you, the listeners, and, of course, the callers. Ben is calling from Princeton. What's up, Ben? Hey, Sal. How you doing, Sal? Listen. Good, Ben. How are you? Coming back. Listen, I spoke to you about a month ago, Sal. You know, where you been at, Sal? I haven't caught you in the morning on my way to work for a couple of weeks. Well, I don't, I'm not doing the overnights. I'm filling in on the evenings for the next six weeks. Oh, okay, okay. Well, listen, Sal. Coming back from the garden. Listen, I, I could barely talk. My throat is killing me. Yeah, you but, hear Sal, it. But, Sal, let me explain this to you. I told you before, when I called you last time, you thought I was crazy when I said, Sal, this matters to me. Everything in life is good, except I haven't seen my Knicks Win that chip. And I know I they're not winning it this year. You remember, Sal? I remember. Sal, yes, I do. Sal, Sal, listen to me. Let, me. let me tell you this. I was in the garden. One good thing about tonight being in the garden, you get to people, to, I get to talk to people my age, younger, people that experience the pain. And we we just conversating. It was just like a party, Sal. But I didn't get the chance to tell you. When I spoke to you last time, my biggest heartbreak as a Knicks fan was game five of 93 when we missed hmm. the 20 free throws. Everybody talks about Charles Smith. 
They don't realize we missed 20 free throws in that game. And, Sal, listen, I know you sit down and say the fans are, like, you know, going crazy, the younger generation. But you know what? You can't blame them. Because in the era that we live where a lot of these young people can put on another jersey, let's say a LeBron jersey or a Kobe mm-hmm. jersey or whatever, we never had that guy after Patrick. And even when Patrick was here, Patrick wasn't the man compared to what some other players in the league were. You get and what I'm saying? No, 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 no. That's where you're losing no. me, Ben. And thank you for the call. I appreciate you checking in. and glad you were able to uh, experience the atmosphere at the Garden tonight or last night and have a great time. No, Ewing was, I mean, come on, you're talking about one of the great NBA players of all time. So he was on par with anybody outside of Jordan. You want to talk about Malone? You want to talk about Olajuwon? I don't care. Ewing was on par with all those guys. He didn't have the supporting cast maybe that the others did. But Ewing was the man. You can't knock him. Now, I'm not going to knock fans for celebrating and getting excited. Sure, and you're right. They could have easily left and jumped ship and gone and joined, you know, any one of the, you know, the Warriors or the Heat or whoever, the Cavs, you know, with LeBron. Yeah, and uh, Nick fans, I-, I give them credit, the young bing bongers. Sticking with a dreadful team and, and really making excuses for them in the process over the last 20 plus years. And now they're seeing some of the reward for that. However, don't need to go nuts for one win in a first round series. I wouldn't be saying this, I don't think, if they won the series, although maybe I would. Even that would be a little bit much. Going nuts. But winning a series. I can at least understand it. Winning a game in the series, that's a little difficult uh, to to comprehend that type of level of insanity after the win. But everybody's fired up. It's been a while. Paul is calling from Hamden, Connecticut. What's up, Paul? And Sal, the dilemma is still there. Remember I was telling you about the cable? I'm getting it all hooked up on Thursday. Yeah, the Ranger game. And? They, They come over. And now there was no service on the pole from, like, in the neighborhood where I live in, Hamden, Connecticut. So now they have to, I live at a four-way intersection. So now they have to have the light taken out. They have to put stop signs up. They have to call the local police department. Oh, that's going to take another week. So now I have to wait till next Thursday to get my cable service. And in the meantime, I miss another huge Five to one win by the Rangers. Uh, you, no, least. dude, you get you, Paul. This is on you. You got to go to a bar or something. You you can't be missing these games here. You can't <laughs> no, be missing well, the I games. Got, Figure no, it absolutely. out. But uh, I got lucky time with the Knicks on ABC, and I get lucky tomorrow night with the Devils and Rangers on ABC. But that time they don't play again until Tuesday, and I'll have my service hooked up from my lips to God's ears, hopefully. But uh, Sal, I know you're pressed for time, and I I'm telling you, every time I hear you, like you know, I'm not gonna say that real stuff, like as I already told you the other night. You are the bomb because everything you say, and I'm 67 years old. It's just like I can relate to you and I hear everything you say. I'm a Nick Ranger, Matt, and Jet fan forever. All right? And uh, I'm dying. I am dying. So this year could be good for me with the Knicks if they get a little bit of a run. The Rangers, I know we're going in the cup. And uh, Sal, always a pleasure. And I'm talking fast because I'm hyped up and I'm psyched, man. I love well, you, man. Well, thank Have you, Paul. No, I appreciate that. Thanks for the kind words. And good luck to getting that cable situation figured out. Look, I mean, the Knicks, I think we need to, as Knicks fans, just embrace what's happening as opposed to what could happen or how far they could go. 
there's no need to put a cap on it, but you also want to be realistic. You know, it's funny. You get Ranger fans calling up saying, oh, are we getting too ahead of ourselves thinking about a sweep? I don't know. Talking Stanley Cup. And then the Nick fans are like, yeah, we're going on a run. This is unbelievable. Screw the Bucks. Embiid's hurt. We're going all the way. Like, the Ranger fan should be the one excited about the possibility of winning the Stanley Cup because it actually can happen. The Knicks cannot get to the NBA Finals. There's just no way it would ever happen. But it doesn't have to for this to be a successful year. They have to win this round. And then imagine how much fun. See, you think it's fun now. And maybe this plays into the point, too, about the over-celebrating. You haven't tasted the next round yet. You haven't really tasted playoff basketball. You think it's fun now. Wait till you get to a second round series that you think you could actually win. That's not the case necessarily this year. But one day, you'll get to a second round that you know you're going to win. That's when it really starts getting fun. Antonio's in Manhattan. What's up, Antonio? Hey, what's up? What's up, Sal? How's, you know, how's everything going with you? Yeah, not bad, Antonio. What's on your mind this morning? Nah, man. I have to uh, just to, uh, tell you this, man. When you get a chance, just watch the interview with Lucchese. That was like that was a great interview, man. He was like really emotional and everything. Um, that was probably one of the best interviews I've seen of a baseball player in a long time because you know, he I saw... really appreciates. I saw moment. some of the quotes. Yeah. yeah, I saw some of the He said his family was in attendance, too. It's his first game back in two years. Um, yeah. And he, he was, yeah, he was getting emotional. Yeah, he was great. So good for him. I got, I got to go back and watch. I read some of the quotes. I didn't actually have time to, you yeah, know, yeah, turn the yeah, show yeah, here. Yeah, I didn't hear it. Watch it. Um, yeah. I just, we were real brief. I know we don't have a lot of time, but I just want to focus on this. People saying, well, what, what, why are the Mets doing so well? I think it's two things. I think it's their relievers, number one. And I think the Mets, man, I think they're the best defensive team in baseball right now. Like, there's almost like they're making zero, almost zero errors, man. Like, that's how good they are. Of course, you know, with their relievers, that's not going to last. Obviously, the problem is with the starters. At some point, either there has to be a trade or something needs to happen because I, I don't think that you know they're going to continue to do this because eventually what's going to happen is their relievers, you know, they're going to be overworked. Thanks, man. Agreed. Thank you, Antonio. They're not going to be able to sustain this type of performance from the bullpen, which has been terrific. Even without Edwin Diaz, it's amazing how good this bullpen has been. But it's not going to be sustainable if they don't have the starters giving them some length like they got from Lucchese tonight. That's what they need. Seven innings handed over the bullpen. Brooks Riley for an inning. Tommy Hunter cleans it up the, you know, in, in a blowout. That's the formula right there. At least part of the week. You don't need that every day, but a couple of times a week, that'll save the bullpen. James is calling from the Bronx. What's up, James? How you doing, Sal? I'm good. How are you, James? Listen, I'm real excited about the Knicks win tonight. I've been a Knicks fan since Willis limped out on the court in 1970. But you're right. The fan base has to calm down, but I understand it because they haven't been exposed to getting deep in the playoffs and winning. The Ranger fan, on the other hand, when I look back at it, the Rangers have won one cup in 83 years. They won in 1940 and 94. Right. We really got a good shot at winning this year. I could see the Garden going crazy, the fan base going crazy for the Rangers more so than the Knicks because the Rangers really have a solid team and a good shot of going all the way to the cup. 
They, they've got a shot, James. Nope, they've, and thank you for the call. i got to let you go. Sorry to cut you off there, but we're about to wrap it up. You're right. The Rangers have a shot to win it all. The Knicks are in the playoffs and have a shot to win the first-round series and maybe compete in round two. The Ranger fans should be excited, and we're going to see how excited tonight, game three at the Garden. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to Paulie Rosenberg. Thanks to Manny Rodriguez. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you back here Monday. C-Mac is coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.